0: Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night, midnight to three. And until further notice, I also sit in from three to six. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful and always in prayer that you are finding more inspiration, motivation. To be ever more disciplined and determined to walk in the fullness of the all that you are as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself, all pervasive, filling all spaces, beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and to realize that we are here for the express purpose of self actualizing, self realizing, and harmonizing with the laws that govern us and its will its way, its love, its light, its peace, its truth, so that we are literally creating heaven on earth. For those of you who know me and for those of you who think you know me, I am always, always concerned about our being able to respond correctly and directly to our now moment. To realize that each generation has been undermined by a system of miseducation and religious training and socialization and culture that is in effect a death culture. And it matters that we care to right the wrongs and to, and the best way to do it is to really realign ourselves, to come to a point and place where every atom and every cell of our being is completely charged with an overwhelming intensity of intention and absolute desire towards wholeness, towards right alignment, towards being completely cleared from the emotional and mental trespasses and violations and memories and anger and frustration and madness and cessation and all of those things that make us feel as though we are not in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence, to come to that place where we are willing to release and let it go, to realize that there has been an agenda in place to undermine us at the cellular level, to oppress our cellular functioning, to literally rob the temples that are our bodies of our wealth, our treasures, our riches, and put us in a place and space where under the socialization that is adulteration where we are no longer what the creator intended for itself is our reality and we have the opportunity to rethink the thoughts. We have the opportunity to be completely cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified and resurrected so that we stand in the integrity of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent and immortal points of that absolute and supreme presence whose presence is all All there is as existence itself, and it constitutes the unified field. It constitutes all there is. It constitutes that which beats our hearts and breathes us, is the eye that sees through every eye, and we are always in its presence. And now is our time to accept the divinity of our being, to consciously care, to stop claiming our sinfulness, feeling entitled to be wrong, coming to a point and place where we'll accept the oneness of humanity, and to know that Mother Earth and Mother Nature and the creatures are surely deserving of their liberation. And the liberation of them requires us to be evacuated from the planet. There's a mass exodus that could be very much in progression. But at the same time, with all of that that goes forward in terms of the dysfunction the distortion the degradation the sickness the disease the despair the warfare and the mindlessness the thoughtlessness the carelessness and all of that there is in full effect an expansion an explosion of conscious conscientiousness towards life In our realizing that the intelligence of existence being all there is would not kill itself over here to exalt itself over there. It would not war against itself over here to have a victory for itself over there that there is nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence and the exaltation of it, the respect of it, the reverence of it, the appreciation, the gratitude, the thanksgiving, the harmonization with it, the wise utilization of our faculties and the right use of that those gifts that we've been given towards the greater good constitutes that which is good, constitutes that which is light and that which undermines life itself and the living and the distortion and the dysfunction and that which renders other ones incapacitated, dysfunctional and whatnot, are the forces of wickedness, evil. Otherwise, there is no evil that exists anywhere throughout all of existence except in the minds and the hearts of human beings. And as we consciously care to clean ourselves up, as we are literally exalting a full life's urge, coming to that place and space where we're wise enough to stop undermining ourselves to realize that there used to be a time when people realized that they were being warred against where they realized that they were under siege where they realized that there were those who did not have their best interests at heart that were setting Traps and agendas for them, they would rally together and they would defend themselves and protect themselves and strategize as to the best ways to do that. And now we see that instead of strategizing and protecting oneself and whatnot, the people have become self destructive. And this is as a result of the behavior modification that has happened as a result of the assault. against the cells of the beings with all of the artificial colors and artificial flavors and the FD&C colorings and the preservatives and the BHA, the BHT, the nitrates and nitrites and all of the chemicals that were trying to preserve the flesh of dead pigs and dead cows and dead chickens and dead turkeys and dead hens and dead fish and all of that so that it would look and appear to be fresh until you got it into your body. And so the bodies or the temples of the living gods and goddesses have been turned into literally cemeteries for decaying carcasses. And the blood has been poisoned with alcoholic beverages and all of these unnatural things. And so I am the one who really cares to speak to it and to appeal to our sense of light and love and duty and obligation and responsibility on behalf of those who've come before us, on behalf of all of those whose names we can call, on behalf of all of those who stood up and, and sacrificed so that we would have a greater sense of ourselves and representation towards our humanity that in this now moment, our children are being cut down in midlife, that our teenagers and our 20-some, the 20-some-year-olds and the 30-some-year-olds are already experiencing the diabetes, the cancer, the heart disease, and whatnot. And we have to come to a point point in place where we will no longer participate with it. And to get strong enough, strong enough to do that, which is truly in our best interest, we just have to care enough to do it. To come to a point and place where every atom and every cell of our being is completely charged in our overwhelming desire for absolute love, light, wisdom, and truth to triumph as the reality of our lives. To put ourselves in a place and space where as men, the progenitor of lineages, and wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, that we, regardless of what hue of people we may be, that we are intensely intentional in doing that which is necessary to protect, to provide, and to lay a proper foundation. Foundation for the progression of our lineages and the cultivation of our generational wealth. The regaining and reclamation of our health. Of our proper alignment with life itself. To come to that place and space where we are always seeing and acknowledging the divinity of each one of every one of us, whether they acknowledge it themselves or not. But to be in a place where we are really knowing that those ones who have miseducated and misaligned and misrepresented with the intention of undermining, subjugating, dominating, bastardizing, usurping, that there is no true prosperity or success that anyone can have except in light, except in love. And the loving is about the harmony of the truth of existence that we are all these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And even for those who would refer to that intelligence as God, as Yah, as Yahweh, as Yaqwa of Allah, or Jehovah, or whatever... Those beings that may be gods in their respective heavens and whatnot do not constitute the whole of existence itself or the fullness of the intelligence of existence itself, which we all have access to, which we've all been given. And it is the common denominator, the lowest and the highest common denominator of all beings, seen and unseen, upon this planet and beyond. And so as we are immersed in the infinity of possibilities and the divinity of existence dwelling on a planet that is in flotation and rotation within the cosmic, that we are cosmic citizens, we are traveling already through eternity and we should not be dying at all here. We should be living the quality of lives that allows us to truly rejoice fully in our living, to live without creating sickness, illness, and dis-ease, despair, suffering, violence, and warfare, and all of this. This is as a result of the distortion of the mindset of ones and ones who have taken responsibility to influence and impact everything towards its detriment, and there's no prosperity in it. There's no real wealth about it, and we have to realize that Mother Earth and Mother Nature have the opportunity to really shake, quiver, and quake us off of this place that we don't have to be continued in existence, that our continuance in existence is contingent upon our will to live, our ability to forgive and to be forgiving, to really allow ourselves to be truly repentant for our own trespasses and violations. But the root of most of the violence and the violation is the murder, the subjugation and domination of these animals and then serving their carcasses to people as food. And I know that it's very difficult for most of you all and other ones to really divorce yourself from your appetite and desire for flesh. And that's why I have to approach it from the perspective of us being intelligences of existence, approach it from the perspective of we being these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that has been personified in these bodies, and these bodies are our temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. And we should be in a place where we care to be completely cleared and cleansed of all of the worms and the parasites and the bacteria and the viruses and the other issues that are crystallizing in the tissues that are called by whatever names, but basically it's because the body is designed divinely and divinely designed, and our being consumed with consuming that which has no life force, has no substance, has nothing that the body really requires, nothing that truly uh, charges the life force, nothing that really facilitates the clarity of mind and thought and and our capacity for consistent and continuous cellular regeneration, that is just a waste of time, energy, money, and resources in the production of it, the the distribution of it, and having it sit on shelves indefinitely. Real food... Decomposes. It rots. It does not stay indefinitely. Real food, fruits, and vegetation. You understand, even the flesh, but they consistently are putting all kinds of chemicals in the flesh and now they're mixing all kinds of uh, glue and things and plastics and whatnot. There is such a breach of integrity amongst those who are so greedy that they will do anything to undermine the intelligence of one, to put you in a place where you eat any freaking thing, you understand, to satisfy an appetite for flesh and blood. We are in an hour moment where it is our time to realize that we cannot dwell in the ditches and valleys of dysfunction and distortion and degradation and really rejoice in the fullness of who we are as these points of the presence of God or the children of God and it is our turn and it is our time On behalf of all of those who've come before us, on behalf of all of those whose names we can call, on behalf of all of those whose names we will never call, on behalf of all of those who have shared their realizations, their revelations, their epiphanies, their understanding and understanding of the truth and so that we have inherited and are the beneficiaries of all of that and so not so that we can throw it to the side but so that we are able to bathe in the light of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we are able to exalt a full effort in our living, in our loving, in our being, in our centering in the reality of infinity and eternity as conscious immortals. We are in a now moment that is so auspicious because all of the veils of darkness or I'd say the ignorance and the lies and the delusions and whatnot are being just stripped away. And the more intense our intention towards being realigned in the integrity of the truth of ourselves, then the greater leverage we have over any other systems or agendas or efforts of any other one the light has the right to triumph the light is the will of the ever-present and it will eternally prevail the light is the only victory possible over the distortion and dysfunction and all agendas that are intended to usurp and undermine and subjugate and dominate and violate and destroy and kill. There is absolute law that governs existence and basically it's saying that as we do unto others, so shall it be done unto us. And so there's no way to really prosper. There's no prosperity in it. And where we have heard and been told that suicide is the one unforgivable sin, then all death is suicide. But then to be murderous and lying and thieving and warring, what is that if it's not suicide? There's no prosperity in it. Money is not greater than Reaping the uh, eternal rewards of, of of lives well lived and love uh, fulfilled, and coming to that place and space where we are dwelling in the peace of it all, because peace is literally accomplished love, and love is the harmony of truth and the truth of our oneness in existence. Each being given. So much of the intelligence of existence that beats our hearts, breathes us, has designed us divinely and divinely designed us to be able to get into attunement and alignment with its way, its will, its light, its love, to be under its authority and to really function in our own authenticity. This is where the real degrees of true freedom come. Freedom is not just about, it's not about us being as wicked as we want to be without any... Interference or anyone caring to really help us to self-correct. The real freedom or liberation is the intelligence of existence literally being freed as our absolute reality. It is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. Therefore, we have inherited Immortality is our reality and we're dwelling in eternity on this intergalactic spaceship called Earth and we are already immersed in the heavens and we're traveling, we're moving. The atmosphere in the air is being cleared and cleansed as a result of the movement. They are administering intelligences on behalf of the cosmic ordering and government of the whole of existence itself that are surveying our progression and facilitating and inspiring and motivating and assisting us. And so there is wisdom in our caring to honor our lives and honor ourselves and to understand there is nothing that we can create that is greater than who we are. And for all of the getting that ones are going, all of the aspirations, all of the acquisitions, all of that possessing and realizations of of, uh, the abundance of that which is, we still have the responsibility of cultivating our high ethic and morality and sensibilities and care and love and functioning harmoniously with life itself. This is our time. To truly affect a divine intervention in the genocide, but in order to literally heal ourselves, we have to be willing to forgive ourselves and to no longer participate, and so for those who work on behalf of the corporate deities of death, the meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, sea creatures, sugar industries. Then as you're working, then you have to be wise enough to invest in yourselves, invest in the cleansing, invest in the consecration of your body temple so that you will be able to come to the greater thought that aligns you with your purpose and right use of your talent, skills and abilities in the exaltation of life and the service of the whole and wholeness. There is purpose in existence that everyone has, but the purpose is always going to be related to greater wholeness, greater harmony, greater peace, exalting the oneness of existence and the brotherhood and sisterhood of of our human family, as well as our creatures. And there are those of us who have spiritually connected with different realms of the animal kingdom. And we have our dogs, our cats, someone's, you know, are raising the cows and the pigs and the chickens and children. When we were children and we went to the farms and whatnot, we enjoyed these animals. And we were being taught by animals. Our cartoons were all animals. You understand? In terms of the, Rocky and Bullwinkle and, and, um, Mickey, Minnie Mouse, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> you understand? Tom and Jerry's like we were getting lessons from animals in our cartoons and then have to turn around and then feed off the flesh of animals it's it's it creates a struggle within us it desensitizes us to the right of all beings to have the right to their lives and if we are going to take care of beings then we need to take care of them not to take care of them to slaughter them you understand a lot of people are now into this humane treatment of the animals but they still killed them you know so instead of mistreating them their whole lives they treat them well and then have them in in their laps and then slit their throats it's still murder and the animal trusted the persons and then you feed off of this And so, yeah, well, they didn't have the time to be in fear. They didn't have the time to be frustrated and all of that. But it still has to rot in the body because we cannot digest it. So it doesn't matter what it was fed. The issue is that it's dead. It's a carcass. We're not buzzards and vultures. We're these presence of an absolute and supreme presence that is animated by breath, by air, by the, by the life force that is everywhere. And all of the sickness, the illness, the disease, the cancer, the diabetes, all of the, the crystallizations of, of the uric acid from the meat, the lactic acids from the uh, dairy, and the carbonic acid from the starches and whatnot, these things are crystallizing in the kidneys and, and becoming cysts and tumors and whatnot, in the wounds and in the breasts. And you understand? So what I'm just saying is that there is a serious karmic debt that is always in place, that what we are doing and what we are reaching for, if it's not in our own best interest, then it's not in our best interest and we don't prosper from it. It can cut short our lives. In a society that undermines its children as we were all undermined and then we've been educated and whatnot and then are not doing anything to shift and change the paradigm of a death culture. In the midst of eternity, capitalism is not the light of the world. Absolute love and the harmony of the whole is the light of the world. And we have the opportunity and the responsibility and duty to participate willingly. with the shift and the rise of a fallen people. And so where we have those and ones and ones who've been legislating and perpetuating death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity, we have the responsibility to exalt a full effort in our living to do everything we possibly can to do nothing to undermine ourselves and to do everything to cleanse and purify and facilitate the inner state of peace so that we're alkalizing our systems we're facilitating the loosening up of The chemicals, the residues, the pesticides, the herbicides, the hormones, the antibiotics, the nitrates, the nitrites and all of the things that are concentrating and saturating and contraindicating in the brain causing the dementia and the Alzheimer's and the Parkinson's and the multiple sclerosis and all of this issue. We do not have to be suffering with all of this disease we can truly get an understanding and an understanding as to how to stand, how to be, how to reverse it all and how to reclaim our living, how to truly be revivified, resurrected, and to walk the face of this earth as eternal youth. We get what we ask for, we get what we apply ourselves to, no matter what it is. But wisdom would have us apply ourselves to it, to wisdom. To the ways and the means of accomplishing righteously in right alignment and attunement with the wholehearted desire for forgiveness and forgiving ourselves for our mistakes. And to be able to release it and let it go so that we are able to accept All of that that is available to us in our being realigned and restored and reconciled and harmonized in the will of existence, the love of existence, the laws of existence, to be filled with the peace, the poise, the power, the potency, and to be reaping consistently the prosperity that comes as a result of us developing and cultivating the wealth of ourselves and being able to give generously and freely with ourselves to each other with a full effort in cultivating the love that is healing in acknowledging and respecting the interconnectedness that no one can disconnect To be in a place and space where, try as they might, the forces of divisiveness cannot divide us when we consciously care to be whole, body, hearts, minds, lives, and souls, where we are willing to come to the greater thoughts, the higher thoughts, to walk as great beings and to be great in our being and to real eyes, actual eyes, harmonize with the cosmic eye that sees through every eye. You're in tune. To the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Night Watch on 89.3 FM, WRFG, Atlanta. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are tuning via the phones and radio apps, thank you for using your technology towards your greater good. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I'm so grateful and so thankful for you and pray that you are inspired. Anytime I come to the airwaves and every time I have opportunity to engage and to speak, whether it's one-on-one or one with many or my empowerment circles, I am always, always reaching deeper to encourage us to really be appreciative and thankful and grateful for every breath that we take, for every step that we've made, for every beat of our heart, to realize that we are always in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose presence is all there is as existence itself. And although there are so many ones who refer to it by so many names and there has been so much confusion in relationship to the gods and the religions and the scripts and the doctrines and all of those things that have laid foundation for our being divided. I'm the one that is Impassioned about our having an understanding, an understanding, a realization, and consistent revelations and epiphanies about the oneness of existence itself and our coming to a place and space where we are acknowledging it and coming to that mindset of wholeness. To be whole within ourselves, to be balanced within our male and female selves, to be of one mind. The true mind, the real mind, the mind that is the gift that we all have the opportunity to tap into and it does not undermine itself. This absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal that holds the earth in flotation and rotation within its very presence that blazes the sun, that beats our hearts, that breathes us, and it is the eye that sees through every eye. We are immersed in flotation and rotation in nothing but divinity. And sometimes it's hard to feel as divine as we actually are because we've been tainted on the path of adulteration so that by 21 we were labeled adult. We knew shame and game and blame and guilt and this and that. And and we're fed kinds of things that did not truly nourish us, did not truly facilitate optimum cellular functioning. So now we're having to reach for that, which is going to do exactly that. Why? Because under an initiative to dumb us down, to put us in a place where we're acting and behaving as a public people as opposed to being present in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence, being in a space and place where capitalism, And success in capitalism is what we've been taught to aspire towards. But really, being successful in walking in our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence is how we have leverage over all of this. To come to that mind space and heart space and dwelling wherever we are mindful Thoughtful, caring, intensely intentional, and deliberately focused in breathing deeply and consciously caring to love and support and uplift and add unto and bless and cultivate and enrich and enhance. Everything and everybody we come in contact with, we are in a now moment where our triumph in love is where the real wealth actually is. We're in a now moment of eternity where our now moment is pregnant with so much opportunity but the opportunity that we have with each and every breath is to be focused in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and there is so much to distract us, so much to have us in a place where we're focused on that which brings us down, that which disappoints us, that which distracts us from realizing the divinity of each and every breath and every beat of our hearts and for those who are and have had to say and are grieving because of the transitionings, the passings, the deaths of ones and ones who are of us and close to us. We have to come to that place and space where we realize that under the kind of conditioning that we have been socialized to accept in terms of feeling as though death is the natural culmination, finality, destiny, fate. eventuality of this life. It doesn't make it easier when we lose those that we love. And where we have had to be at the bedsides and the hospital rooms and whatnot and feeling a sense of helplessness because we didn't know what to do. There wasn't anything that could be done. We're having to realize that our day-to-day reality is about exalting a full effort in loving our lives and living our lives. And that's why we have to come to a point in place where we will no longer undermine ourselves and feel entitled to undermine ourselves. But that's the socialization under commercialism, where they make things that are really detrimental to us seem so good for us. And I'm saying, let's come to a place and space where we are really respecting the divinity of our being directly, that we are treating and honoring our bodies as the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. And we're honoring the functioning of these bodies more or to even greater extent than the functioning of our automobiles, our trucks, our bikes, our motorcycles, and all of those things that we have that we pay so dearly for that we will maintain and sustain to the detriment of ourselves. We are in a now moment that is calling us to really respond in any and every now moment as intelligent beings, knowing that intelligence is all there is and it does nothing to undermine itself. Being in a place upon the planet where the waters are rising, the storms are brewing, the tsunamis are forming, that there is so much that is going on that our realizing the power that we have as intelligences of existence is very important. Because the socialization puts us in a place where we feel helpless and hopeless. And the most that we can do is just try to do whatever we can do to be distracted and be inebriated, intoxicated, high, medicating, self-medicating ourselves. But the reality for where we are is that we're being called to rise. We're being called to understand the power that we do have as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to align ourselves with it By consciously caring to be completely cleared from the emotional and mental thoughts of our violations and trespasses and anger and frustration and all of that stuff that whittles away at our degrees of self-worth and deservedness and remembrance of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence or otherwise the children of that which we refer to as God. But being in a place where we are mindful and understanding the divinity of existence and know that with each and every breath we will never have anything greater than who and what we already are but naked. To have a place and space within our own body temples where we are appreciating and experiencing the sacredness and the sanctity of existence itself and honoring it. And it seems as though we should not have to be encouraged to honor ourselves, but under a system of capitalization where people feel entitled to subjugate and dominate and bastardize and usurp and rob you, rob you of the wealth of yourselves, the richness and the riches of the temples of the living gods and goddesses too. Put us in a place where we have been rendered dysfunctional, distracted, disinterested, dissatisfied, discontent, and we are already in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We are already in heaven, but the hellaciousness comes as a result of the toxicity that is charged upon the blood that poisons the spirit that corrupts the mind that puts us in a place where we're not able to really experience within every fiber of our being the divinity of our being and feeling really feeling the wealth and the richness of ourselves and this is what oppression feels like being oppressed at the cellular level because we have been fed that which robs us of the water content of our systems, that which puts us in a place where we become dehydrated and insufficiently oxygenated and our blood has become sludge and we have to be put on blood thinners and We've been filling up on stuff that has no substance, no nutritional value, nothing that the body needs. And we have been filled with it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. It's a problem. But we've gotten used to it. And I'm saying, let's come to a point in place where we are carrying to be vital. We're caring to be renewed and rebirth, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized and revivified in the light of the truth of the ones that we are and realizing that as we are bathing in the light of existence, in the love of existence, in being in a place where we are being reconciled and harmonized in the truth of who we are, that we have the capacity to change everything. To really facilitate the progression of us as a humanity of people. To know that there are so many ones who are committing and recommitting themselves. And as we each try to do it, and we each do it, it's better for everybody. And to know... That our lives have purpose and our lives have significance and our lives have meaning. And the significance and purpose and meaning of our lives goes so far beyond just working every day for a dollar and paying utilities and bills. But we're here to really understand how to use the laws that govern us. How to harmonize with it how to master ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings, so that we are dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, dwelling as points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and being completely present as points of it, in it. And giving our attention and putting our attention there. Because the more of us who do that, the greater leverage we have. The beauty of having those who are legislating, perpetuating sickness, illness, disease, and death as the food industry and all of that is that it will soon cease to exist because there's no way to be continued in existence where there are no commitments to the laws that govern existence. And so it has to be phased out. It's temporal. Is temporary. It cannot last long. And so those who wholeheartedly support and partake of and are misaligned in the purposes of existence and the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood will soon cease to exist. On this realm at least. And that's why we have to really be decisive about what we're living for and to come to that place within ourselves where we have an understanding and an understanding that life itself is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that we are on an intergalactic spaceship, Mother Earth, that is spinning in the space that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that is in flotation and rotation and animated by this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal and that we have each come to it through the wombs of our mothers, sparked by the divine fluid from our fathers and we should be leaving the place having lived our lives having learned and labored and studied and perfected ourselves as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence so that there really was no experience of death there was the experience of life and love and delight, and joy, and rejoicing, and overcoming, and transcending, transforming, transmuting, becoming, evolving, exalting, enhancing, enriching, immortalizing. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, we should not be dying at all. And there are those ones who say that they accept eternal life and that they believe in eternal life But they also rejoice in the opportunity to feed off of that which has no substance. Picking the carcasses of dead animals as if they were buzzards and vultures and whatnot, but then they say they believe in eternal life. They just haven't committed themselves unto it. And then there are those who say, well, it doesn't matter what you do, you're gonna live eternally anyway. But then I say what their books say, that the wages of sin is death. So there has to be something called death. What is the death? And why would there be something called death if there was no death? because we have not been properly oriented as to what the purpose in existence upon the planet actually is nor have we been properly educated and spiritually uh supported in having an understanding an understanding and a proper commitment to unfolding in the fullness of who we are as conscious immortals because our socialization has been towards our detriment, then you and I, we have the responsibility to care to be able to respond to what is needed in our now moment. And what is needed is our clarity of mind that comes from the cleanliness of our blood, our being realigned and reattuned and Walking in the integrity of the truth of ourselves and the divinity of ourselves on behalf of those that we have come through our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and great grandmothers and great grandfathers and the great and the great and all of those who have come before us that we have duty, obligation and responsibility to truly honor those that we have come through plus the responsibilities we have to that which beats our hearts and breathes us. And to the children, do you realize that a people who undermine their children are a people who are destined to be phased out? That all of the childhood diseases and leukemia and uh, the autism and the cerebral palsy and all of these things that children are experiencing is the evidence of what we were given that was deficient. And deficiency, and that there is a healing that's available to us and our children. But it just seems so interesting that so many ones just seem to be stuck. And feeling the helplessness, the hopelessness, keep doing the same things over and over and over and over again that do nothing but seal the life in sickness, illness, disease, and meeting a tragic date with fate. We have duty, obligation and responsibility to care, to live, to care, to rise, to care, to exalt a full effort in the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the oxygenation, the mineralization, the hydration and that which is necessary to open up all channels of elimination so that the bodies can be restored because the healer is already in us. The spirit of the living presence That is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. Our inheritance is in us. And yes, it takes an effort. You have to make an effort consistently over time to reverse the issues that you have created because of what you have done consistently over time. But it is well worth it because the time that you have is to step into the reality of timelessness and to be in a place and space where you are aligning yourself with the intelligence of existence. And that intelligence is so abundant, it is so awesome, it's all pervasive, it fills all spaces, it can flood every atom and every cell of your being with its light, its love, its wisdom, its peace, its poise, its power, and you can be whole again in just a little bit of time, if you care. And no matter how deep the dark has been, the light is everywhere present if we would step into it. And it becomes easier when we will do the inner work of clearing, cleansing, and purifying ourselves, our blood, ourselves, to do that which is truly in our own best interest. This is the right way to respond to the initiatives that have been issued, to have a steeped In all manners of sorcery through the pharmacology and the psychiatry and all of the things that have put us in place where we see the evidence of our behavior modification and psychological manipulation and all of the things that happen to make people think that. It's better for them to be killing themselves and to be exalting a full life's urge for them to think that it's okay to treat your children to death, that that's what childhood is about, to be in a place where all of this delusion and erroneous thoughts that you can truly prosper at the detriment of other ones, to be in a place where someone can dumb down and anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate other ones and render them helpless and hopeless and then be superior. I mean, it's just crazy and we've out thought it that which is light has come to us through us it's in us And we have the opportunity to be completely harmonized in it so that we have leverage over all of it. And so no matter where you are and what you've done and how you were raised and all of that, With each and every breath that you take, the intelligence of existence is with you and is gifting you so much of itself. And you are immersed in nothing but the sacredness and the sanctity and the divinity of existence itself. And you're being called to remember. that your life is your gift and you were gifted to the planet in this now moment to self-actualize self-realize unfold and walk as a representative of the lineages that you've come through to consciously cultivate and activate your inheritance and heritage through your cellular liberation and DNA activation to conscious invocation of the divinity of your being, the greatness of who you are, the clarity, the cleanliness, the order, the harmony, the peace, the poise, the power, the fullness, the infinite possibilities, We are already rich beyond our imaginations. And as we are able to activate our imaginations and rejoice in the blessedness of our being, and understand that without the sun blazing, without the fullness of that which is coming with each and every breath, there would be nothing for us to really rejoice in because there would be nothing. That we could rejoice in. So, that which we truly require for living, we have it. It costs us nothing. And it is absolutely limitless, it's abundant. And it is ours. Our issue is being fully committed. To being all we each are. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the all that is. And rejoicing in the oneness of existence and the infinity and the diversity that is cosmic conformity. We are the ones that we have been praying for. It is our time to rise. You're in tune to The Meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.